0: Good morning, everyone. It's time for another edition of Transformation Radio.
1: Each seated in the American citizen is pride in his community as an expression of all that this country stands for, individual independence, with respect for the rights of others, born of the concept that all men are free and equal,
2: Separate
1: Now, it's time for our reading here in the New Testament. And our reading comes from the book of Luke, chapter 5, verses 12 through 28. Here's a brief overview. Leprosy was a feared disease because there was no known cure for it, and some forms of it were highly contagious. Leprosy had a similar emotional impact and terror associated with it as AIDS does today. Sometimes called Hansen's disease, Leprosy still exists in a less contagious form than can be treated. The priests monitored the disease, banishing lepers who uh, were in a contagious stage to prevent the spread of infection and uh, readmitting lepers whose disease was in remission. Now, because leprosy uh, destroys the nerve endings, lepers often would unknowingly damage their fingers, toes, and noses. This man with leprosy had an advanced case, so he undoubtedly had lost much bodily tissue. Still, he believed that Jesus could heal him of every trace of the disease, and Jesus did just that, reaching out to touch this untouchable, contagious man in order to restore him. The people were flocking to hear Jesus preach and to have their diseases healed, but Jesus made sure he often withdrew to quiet, solitary places to pray. Many things clamor for our attention, and we often run ourselves ragged attending to them. Like Jesus, however, we should take time to withdraw to a quiet and deserted place to pray. Strength comes from God, and we can only be strengthened by spending time with Him. Now, the religious leaders spent much time defining and discussing the huge body of religious tradition that had been accumulating for more than 400 years since the Jews returned from exile. They were so concerned with these man-made traditions, in fact, that they often lost sight of Scripture. Here, as we shall read in Scripture momentarily, these leaders felt threatened because Jesus challenged their sincerity and because the people were flocking to him. Now in Bible times, houses were built of stone and had flat roofs made of mud mixed with straw. Outside stairways led to the roof. Well, these men carried their friend up the stairs to the roof. Well, these men carried their friend up the stairs to the roof, where they took apart as much as was necessary to lower him down right there in front of Jesus. And Jesus was quite impressed by that. It wasn't the paralyzed man's faith that impressed Jesus, but the faith of his friends. Jesus responded to their faith and healed the man. But for better or worse, our faith affects others. We cannot make another person a Christian. But we can do much through our words, actions, and love to give him or her a chance to respond. Look for opportunities to bring your friends to the living Christ. And let's begin now our reading here in the New Testament. March 22nd, the New Testament, Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 28. In one of the villages, Jesus met a man with an advanced case of leprosy when the man saw Jesus. He bowed with his face to the ground, begging to be healed. Lord, he said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared. Then Jesus instructed him not to tell anyone what had happened. He said, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. But despite Jesus' instructions, the report of His power spread even faster, and vast crowds came to hear Him preach and to be healed of their diseases. But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. One day, while Jesus was teaching, some Pharisees and teachers of religious law were sitting nearby. It seemed that these men showed up from every village in all Galilee and Judea, as well as from Jerusalem. And the Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took off some tiles. Then they lowered the sick man on his mat down into the crowd right in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man, Young man, your sins are forgiven. But the Pharisees and teachers of religious law said to themselves, Who does he think he is? That's blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, Why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or stand up and walk? So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. And immediately, as everyone watched, the man jumped up, picked up his mat, and went home praising God. Everyone was gripped with great wonder and awe, and they praised God, exclaiming, We have seen amazing things today. Later, as Jesus left the town, he saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at his tax collector's booth. Follow me and be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Psalm 65, verses 1 through 13. In Old Testament times, vows were taken seriously and fulfilled completely. No one had to make a vow, but once made, it was binding. The vows mentioned here in Scripture today in the psalm involve promises to praise God for His answers to prayer. Although we may feel overwhelmed by the multitude of our sins, God will forgive them all if we ask sincerely. Do you feel as though God could never forgive you, that your sins are too many, or that some of them are too great? The good news is that God can and will forgive them all. Nobody is beyond redemption, nobody, neither is any action. Nobody is so full of sin that he or she cannot be forgiven. That is the almighty power of God. Now access to God, the joy of living in the temple courts was a great honor. God had chosen a special group of Israelites from the tribe of Levi to serve as priests in the tabernacle. They were the only ones who could enter the sacred rooms where God's presence resided. Now, because of Jesus' death on the cross, believers today have access to God's presence in every place and at any time. We'll read today about a harvest. This harvest psalm glorifies God the Creator as reflected in the beauty of nature. Nature helps us understand something of God's character. The Jews believed that God's care of nature was a sign of his love and provision for them. You no know, nature shows God's generosity, giving us more than we need or deserve. God's abundant generosity really should make us grateful to him and generous to others. Psalm 65 verses 1 through 13. For the choir director, a song. A psalm of David. What mighty praise, O God, belongs to you in Zion? We will fulfill our vows to you, for you answer our prayers. All of us must come to you. Though we are overwhelmed by our sins, you forgive them all. What joy for those you choose to bring near, those who live in your holy courts. What festivities await us inside your holy temple. You faithfully answer our prayers with awesome deeds. O God, our Savior, you are the hope of everyone on earth even those who sail on distant seas. You formed the mountains by your power and armed yourself with mighty strength. You quieted the raging oceans with their pounding waves and silenced the shouting of the nations. Those who live at the ends of the earth stand in awe of your wonders. From where the sun rises to where it sets, you inspire shouts of joy. You take care of the earth and water it, making it rich and fertile the river of God has plenty of water, it provides a bountiful harvest of grain, for you have ordered it so. You drench the plowed ground with rain, melting the clods and leveling the ridges. You soften the earth with showers and bless its abundant crops. You crown the year with a bountiful harvest, even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. The grasslands of the wilderness become a lush pasture. And the hillsides blossom with joy. The meadows are clothed with flocks of sheep, and the valleys are carpeted with grain. They all shout and sing for joy. Proverbs 11, verse 23. The godly can look forward to a reward, while the wicked can expect only judgment.
3: Refuge listeners, this is Nathan Brokaw. Uh, I am transferring to uh, second phase. And I uh, just wanted to give a little testimony of my, of my life. I was born and raised in Lancaster, Ohio. I'm currently 30 years old. And uh, I'm having trouble dealing with alcohol. And I've learned this has been a burden on my shoulders for quite some time. Uh, it's been you know dragging me down for probably the past... Uh, 10-15 years and I just can't shake it. Uh, I actually came through the refuge before and uh, once I left I just fell right into the same routines and patterns that uh, just consumed my life. Uh, Throughout my life I've had several different jobs, several great jobs and I just uh, threw them away or just didn't care about them enough and I just continued to drink. It was very troubling for my family and friends to love me as as a healthy human being because I wasn't true to myself or to them uh, because of my addiction. Uh, As time went on, I realized that I needed help and that I needed to gain a relationship with God once again because I just was so isolated and to myself that I didn't care about anything else. So I decided I would try the refuge again. And uh, just learn about what I missed the first time around, what was not connecting. And uh, thanks to Brother Mike down in Vinton County, Phase one, he's uh, helped me grow, uh, helped me pick a few things out of the Bible that have you know gained better communion with God, uh, better relationship with Him. Uh, because I just have trouble with relationships because of alcohol. I just That was my best friend for so long that I need to start relating to other people and just learning how, how they are, what they do, and what makes them happy. And uh, I just want to say thank you for listening, and uh, have a great day, guys.
0: Good morning, brothers. This is Cam. I'm going up to phase two today, and I'd like to uh, affirm a couple brothers. I'm gonna start with my man, Dur. Uh, Dur, you are my dude, my rock. Um, man, we've, we've shared a lot of good conversations, a lot of good times, and you've helped me through, uh, a lot of times when I struggled. Uh, my brother, Nick Miller, um, I came into the farm cussing up a storm and talking about the street life all the time. And I struggled with that. I did until you, Matthew 18, me right in the face. And uh, since then, I've felt different. I've turned it around. And uh, I don't know where I'd be if you hadn't done that. So thank you. I love you, brother. And uh, last, all the guys down at the farm, the seven of you that, that, that we left today, um, man, you guys, you came in with such great attitudes. And uh, I've really seen God working in all seven of you. And I hope that he continues to work and keep his hand on you guys. So uh, just keep it up, like I said, and I'll see you guys soon.
4: Good morning, this is Pastor Mike. I'll be reading from Luke chapter 10, verse 9. Heal the sick and tell them the kingdom of God is near you now. The title of today's devotional coming from heaven on earth, one year Bible, is Disease Free Zone, and it begins like this. In Luke four hundred forty through forty four, Jesus healed and delivered many people and then declared that he must go and proclaim the good news of the kingdom elsewhere too. In Luke nine two, he sent his followers to heal the sick and preach the kingdom. Here in Luke ten he tells us a larger group of followers to heal the sick and tell them the kingdom has come near. Again and again, healing and the Kingdom of God are linked. One is a characteristic of the other. Where God reigns, things get better. Most of us have seen a similar phenomenon. We know God still heals, as sometimes in some places He seems to do it more readily than at other times and places. The prayers of faith of of some believers seem to be gifted with healing power in unusual degrees. We may not understand all the nuances and variables of the kingdom phenomenon, but we know enough to consider it a kingdom attribute. In a showdown between Jesus and disease, Jesus wins. That's actually true of any obstacle in life. In the showdowns between Jesus and sin, Jesus and circumstances, Jesus and lack, Jesus and the dark forces of this world, and even Jesus and death, Jesus always wins. Overcoming is an integral part of the kingdom. It isn't just something he does, it's something that becomes a part of everyone who belongs to him and whom he sends out in his name. No situation, no relationship, no opposition is too big for him and those who live in him by his spirit. This morning, I just want to encourage everyone listening that there is nothing too big, there is nothing too impossible with Christ. The Bible says, with God, all things are possible. So no matter what has happened in the past, no matter what you're dealing with now, no matter the situations that you may face, God's got a plan and he is way bigger than those situations. God can still heal diseases. God can still heal emotions. God is still in the business. He is in the kingdom business of doing work that is greater and beyond our understanding. Every name shall bow to the name of Jesus. So be encouraged that Jesus wins. Have a blessed and wonderful day.
5: My sin is far as the east is from the west And I stand before you now As though I've never sinned But today I feel like I'm just one mistake away From you leaving me this way Jesus, can you show me Just how far the east is from the west I can't bear to see The man I've been Rising up in me again In the arms of your mercy I find rest But you know just how far The east is from the west From one scarred hand to the other
0: concludes today's broadcast. I pray that everyone who tuned in today was blessed by what they heard, and I hope you all have a wonderful day.